and we are beginning a new series. Uh, it still tags along with the old series, but I think you're going to be blessed by this series. The scripture text that we're coming from is Ephesians chapter 2, verse 10. I choose to use the Amplified because it gives explanation. It helps bring out what I want to hit on. Amen. Hallelujah. Ephesians chapter 2, verse 10. And it reads as such in our hand. For we are God's own handiwork, his workmanship. Some says his masterpiece. Hallelujah. We created in Christ Jesus that is born anew that we may do those works which God predestined, planned beforehand. For us taking paths which he prepared ahead of time, that we shall walk in them, living the good life which he prearranged and made ready for us to live. It's already done. <laughs> Hallelujah. Let us pray. Father, even now, mm, take Tracy out of self. And allow him to flow in your spirit. Lord, you speak. Lord, you talk. Lord, you reach. Lord, you open up eyes. Lord, even now, increase the anointing. Increase the power. Increase the flow. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. The subject matter I want to deal with is living out your purpose and destiny in such a time as this. Yesterday, as we went to walk with men in suits, as I looked among the crowd, the men, I saw probably over a thousand people. It was young men, it was older men, it was an awesome sight. There was women there. There was children there. There was families there, all gathered on one accord. And, and, as, and as the wind started to blow, something in my spirit said, I'm shifting. I'm, I'm shifting. They're, they're, I'm going to raise up. I'm going to bring forth out of this trouble, out of this situation, I am going to bring forth what you don't see yet. I'm going to bring up young people. I'm going to bring up people with gifts and, and talents. I'm going to bring them up so that they may minister. Matter of fact, he said, he said, he said that, that many of these people are here for such a time as this. I think one of the most critical things that we have to be mindful of is that God is still in control. That God has allowed this situation to happen. And he created you. He created me. And we are alive during this time. There is a reason. There is a purpose. There is a destiny 
with your name on it. And the, and the thing you don't want to do is miss, miss the wave of the spirit that God is raising up some folks. Uh, I, I, was, I was talking to somebody and, and we were discussing what they was going through in their lives. And, and, and they're going through some hard times. They're going through some difficult times. I, uh, my heart break for them. And, but then I, I had to say to them, I said, said, I have lived long enough to know that, that at times when I wondered what God was doing, at times when, when it didn't even make sense to me, segments of my life, most of my life, didn't even make sense to me. But I have come to the place that I see God connecting dots. And I realize that everything I've been through, that now that I'm in his purpose, that God, God is using it for his glory. Uh, uh, listen, every pain, every tear, every situation, he is now knitting it together and things that I didn't like beginning to make sense. God is doing something in your life. You may not see it, you may not know it, but keep trusting him. Keep Keep allowing him to work on you. Look at our scripture. He says, he's talking to Chris, he said, for we are his workmanship. See, many times we want God to work on the outside, but God is using the outside to work on your inside. Hallelujah. If you know the Lord Jesus Christ, listen, he thought you was of such worth that you was to die for. So do you think that he just died for you to leave you alone? Or is he working something in you, through you, for you? Because you are created for his purpose. My brother and sister, the last thing that, that, the thing that you can't lose is your hope. Satan will do whatever he can to destroy your hope. Listen, I look back over my life and I realize now the enemy was trying to kill me since birth. Uh, Y'all need to hear what I'm talking about. I was born at six months. My mother was six months pregnant when I was born. I was born at three pounds, went down to two pounds. My mom had to feed me with a teaspoon to make me drink milk because I, I was too weak to suck milk. She worked to keep me alive. That was the enemy trying to kill me because God, because Satan glanced into God's future for me and Satan said, no, 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 no. I got to kill him before he gets here. Hey, is there anybody out there where life has tried to kill you but God was, was keeping you? That's why you can't stop. You can't give up. You can't let go. You got to believe what God has for you is for you. You got to believe that God is up to something. And even though you may not like your childhood, you, it was horrible. But the fact that you are still here tells me that God is a God of purpose and he got destiny with your name on it. And if you keep on trusting him, if you keep on walking with him, watch God begin to do miracles in your life. He's a miracle worker. He's a way maker. Our God is an awesome God. And he is working for your behalf. Can't lose hope. Part of our struggle is, is, that, is that in this struggle of, of trying to, 
be looked upon as being equal, of being of worth, is Proverbs 13, 12 says, hope deferred makes the heart sick. There's a lot of people with broken hearts. There's a lot of people that you don't know why things have happened the way they happen. But, but I tell you, if you know the Lord Jesus Christ, you, you look to him, you hold on to him. This is what I believe. Let me, let, me, let me go deeper. This is what I believe. That if you ask God to show you a glimpse of your future, he will show you. Why? Because in your struggle, you need something to hold on to. You need to know that this is not it. This is not the end. That God has something better for you. Hebrew 12 tells us that Jesus suffered the, the despised, the shame of the cross for the hope that was set before him. Did you hear what I said? He saw what the plan was. He saw he was dying for many brothers and sisters. And even though he had to go through something, he kept his eyes on the promise that was in him because he knew that he was doing it for you and I and he saw the future of us being home with him. What are you looking at in the fight, in this struggle, in this age, in this in this time where it seemed to be so hard, you have to look for, you got to hold on to what God has told you. I don't know about you, I got a vision on the table. I, I got an expectation that God has given me, that he has shown me. And, and even when I don't feel like getting up, it gets me up. Even when I want to give up, it don't let me give up. I am marching towards, I am walking in the path that God has laid before me because he has shown me something. Somebody in here said, press on. I agree, amen. Press on. Press towards what God has laid before you. Press towards the promise he has given you. Press towards, listen, let me go here, let me go here. Thank you, Lord. Don't think just because things get hard, you're not on the right track. Matter of fact, let, let, me, let, me, let me go here. Listen, when you are on the right track, you better believe the devil is going to throw everything at you. You better believe that he's going to try to move you out of position. Listen, you can't let folks you can't let situation, my, my, my Lord, my God, you can't let other folks determine who you are. You can't let what somebody say about you stop you. You know, I, I'm learning not to, that I don't have to answer every critic. I, I, don't have to, I don't have to deal with every criticism. All I have to know is that I'm right where God wants me to be, so nothing else even matters. Satan even brings up my past, and I got to let that go and say, that's what I used to be. That's not what I am anymore. God knows what he has in me, and I'm trusting God for my future. You need to say with me, he has purpose for me. He has destiny for me, and I'm going to fight until I get where he's taking me. I'm on a journey. He's working on me. He's chipping some things. He's 
molding some things. He re-erecting some things. He's changing my attitude. He's changing my perspective. Listen, if God had not taken me through what I've been through, he couldn't use me now for what he has for me because it took me being broken in all the right places. I know I'm speaking to somebody. I know I'm telling somebody's story. I know that somebody said, hey, hey, pastor, hey, preacher, you're talking about me. Well, let me go on and talk about you. Look what he says. He says, he says that you are his workmanship, his own master work. You are a work of art. Hallelujah. Huh? Somebody said, well, I've never been told that before. You've been listening to all the wrong people. Satan will always speak the negative about you. Satan will always remind you of your past. God will speak to you what's in your spirit, what he's trying to bring out of you, the purpose of why he called you. Allow me to go to Isaiah 43. Isaiah 43 is going to help us out here. Amen. And listen, I'm just going to hit some verses and go. Uh, verse 1 and 2 says, says, but now that said the Lord, who created you? He created you. God is the type of God that when he creates you, he created you with a purpose and a destiny in mind. Can't nothing stop you but you. Did you hear that? Can't nothing stop you but you. As you grow in the Lord, what should happen is that people are not your mirror. God is your mirror. Amen. Hallelujah. It really doesn't matter what other people say about you. What matters is what God is saying about you, which means that we need to attune our ears to what the Spirit of the Lord is saying. And when somebody is saying something different than what he's saying, guess what? Talk to the hand. Talk to the hand. I don't have to fight you. I don't have to fuss with you. I don't have to get mad at you. I just realize that, 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 that you're not in alignment with the God that I'm in alignment with about me. Hallelujah. You got to put yourself around people that is listening to the same spirit who understands what God is doing through you and in you, who sees your spirit and listen to those people. Listen, listen, listen. Just because it's your mama, your daddy, your brother, your grandmama, that don't mean they really see you. It's a spiritual thing. It's a spirit thing. Listen, God is saying not that you are, not that you are going to be his masterpiece. He said you are his masterpiece. Right, right now. God, God is working on something. Now, he's not finished yet, but he's chipping away at what is in you. There's a picture that I got. The picture of the statue, if they could switch over to it. I saw this picture, and the first time I saw it, I said, I got to have that picture. It's a picture of a statue, and, and this is in the museum. And what it is, is it's actually a photo shot of a real statue. Apparently, the creator 
of it, what, what they did was they, 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 they sculpted glass or crystal, then they covered it with black iron. Then they begin to pull the black iron off to reveal what's on the inside of it. You know what God is doing? He's pulling off your old nature. He's pulling off your attitude. He's pulling off what you used to be. He's pulling off thoughts that shouldn't be in your head. He's pulling it off to reveal to you and others the glory, the glory that he has in you. Your born-again spirit that's been born again after the spirit of God. Are, have you accepted Jesus? Have you allowed him in? Then God is at work in your life. It may not feel good. It may not seem like it. Matter of fact, I, I don't know about you, but I have gotten mad at God. I said, Lord, I understand what you're up to. I understand what you're doing. But I had enough sense to say, but I trust you. I'm not moving out of position. I'm not going to wire out. I'm not going to go crazy. I don't see what you're talking about. But you was good enough to die for me. So since you died for me, I know you're going to keep me. I know I'm talking to some people, especially in this pandemic, especially in this time that seems to be crazy. But let me say this to you. Perhaps, matter of fact, I believe that we all are here for such a time as this. And one of the things you need to ask God, well, well, show me where I belong in this. Show me who you want me to touch. Show me what you want me to do. Listen, listen, some of us going to have big ministry, small ministry, whatever. But if you touch one person, that's ministry. If you're touching the people around you, that's ministry. If you're pointing to your kids and talking, that's ministry. And listen, sometimes God will let you go through pain so you can identify with other people with pain. Talked to this young man this week. He moved out of Cincinnati and had, had not talked to him for a while. He, he had changed his number and he called me. I called him back. And this is what he said to me. He said, Pastor, he said, he said I can't believe the change that is in me. <laughs> he, said, he said, if it wasn't for you, he said, I, I wouldn't experience this. How can I say this? This young man was street. I mean, he was like uh, out there. And he needed someone who could look through the wildness and see what was in him and see his pain. Since I came from the street, since I was a young man full of anger too, I saw myself in him. I saw his hurt. I saw his pain. I saw his wilding out. Other people would have got scared, but instead of backing up, I stepped right in. And I spoke into his spirit because I understood from where he came from. Now, he is in the process of the old man being pulled off and the new man coming forth. He is in the process of metamorphosis. Okay, can I explain metamorphosis? Metamorphosis is a term that we use for a change or transformation. It's more than change. It's transformation. It is, it is that of a caterpillar 
turning into a butterfly. I got some pictures of some butterflies, amen? And they're beautiful, they are awesome, they are full of color, look at that, isn't that beautiful? You know, you know, and they're gonna go through some pictures as I talk of these butterflies. Listen, you, God is changing you from what you used to be to his glory. He is transforming you, it's metamorphosis. That used to be a caterpillar. Can I, can I explain something to you? I, I did some study on this, and this is what they say. They say that a caterpillar, when it, when it builds its cocoon, that it actually begins to digest itself. Huh, y'all don't hear me. And, and it becomes mostly liquefied, and, and, and that which it, it digests becomes protein for the rebuilding of what is changing into metamorphosis. God will use your past to prepare you for your future. God will take the ugly things and use it to help touch hurting people. God will set you up. There's some more butterflies. Give me some more. I think I got some more. If I don't got no more, I didn't send them the picture. But you ought to check out a butterfly sometime. And so that used to be a crawling thing. That used to be an ugly thing. But look at it now as it shows off its glory as it flies. My God, my God, my God, you ought to rise up and be all that God is calling you to be. Let go of the old stuff because you really don't know what's in you. You really don't know what God has in you till you let God to begin to take over and show forth the glory he has in you. Amen? Watch this. Let's go back to Isaiah. Isaiah chapter Chapter 1 and 2, it says, Now I created you, O Jacob. He created all of us. He said, He who formed you, O Israel, fear not, for I have redeemed you. I called you by your name. Somebody needs to say, He called me by my name. He called me by my name. Listen, He knows you by name. He won't confuse you with anybody else. He knows you by name. Hallelujah. That's the shout for. He says, You are mine. I am God's. You need to say that to yourself. You know, one of the things I've learned is to do self-talk. Hallelujah. When the devil start talking to me, when I start getting into my negativity, I begin to quote what God says about me. I change the agenda. The devil says, I know what you used to do. And I said, well, I don't do that no more. You still ain't all that, but I'm in Christ Jesus. He said, but yet you're not perfect, but I'm covered by the blood. Listen, self-talk, encourage yourself in the Lord. Don't let the devil stomp on you and beat you and tear you down because God says, I chose you. I elected you. You are my beloved. You are, I predestined you. I adopted you. Listen, God says all sorts of good things about you. Hallelujah. Let's go on. He says, you are mine when you pass through the waters. I will be with you. You know what this is saying? He don't say F, he says when. That means that we're going to go through some floods. It, I will be with you through the river, but yet it shall not 
overflow you or overtake you. Watch this. When you walk through the fire, that's a, huh? Hold on, hold on. So it's a promise that you're going to go through trouble. But yet it's a promise he's going to be with you in trouble. It's a promise that the fire won't burn you. Matter of fact, it said it won't even scorch you. Matter of fact, I personally believe that when you come out, you won't even smell like smoke. Have you ever been through trouble? Have you ever been through situation and, and you don't look like what you've been through? That unless you tell your story, nobody will ever know what happened to you. Nobody will ever know what you've been through. That's God. Can you say that with me? That's God. Have, have you ever had a but God experience? I mean, the scenario was bad. It looked like you wasn't going to get out. But God stepped in. But the Lord made a way. But God helped you. There ought to be some shouting in the house. There ought to be some amens in your house. There ought to be say, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. My question is this. Why would he expend so much energy towards you if he didn't have greater purpose and calling in you? Well, why, 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 why did he rescue you? Why, why did he keep you? Why, why did he go out his way? How come you survived? How come you made it? I know people who went through less than what you gone through and they lost their mind, but here you are looking at TV. You still got your, a portion of your mind anyway. You still got your mind. You still, you still able to walk. You still able to do something because God still is not finished using you. Hallelujah. Listen, he created you to show you off. Let's go on. Let's go on. Look, look, at, look at Isaiah 43. He says, Verse 4, he said, since you was precious in my sight, you have been honored. I have loved you. Hold on, hold on. This is not after you're saved and did good. This was before you was born. This was, you have nothing to do with this. He just chose you. He says, before the foundation of the earth, I chose you. I picked you. God has to constantly remind me that the purpose he has in me and for me is, has nothing to do with me. <laughs> uh, yeah, hold on, hold on. So I said, what? I don't understand that. Listen, he wants to glorify himself in spite of me. Not based on what I have, not based on what I've done, not that I'm all that good, but in spite of me, if I stay in alignment with him, he's going to do some things in your life and my life that's going to amaze us. Are you with me? He's in the process of transforming us. He's in the process of, of working on us. He's in the process of doing something great. Verse 7, whoever is called by my name. He said, I got my name on you. Somebody needs to say, he, he got his name on me. Who I have created, watch this, 
I was created, you was created for his glory. Hallelujah. He said, I have formed man. Yes, I have made him. Hallelujah. He said, you are my witnesses and my servant. He said, I have chosen you. Somebody need to say, he chose me. And there's nothing the devil can do about it. So therefore, if he chose me, he chose me for his glory. He chose me with destiny with my name on it. Listen, he is about a journey. He's putting you on a journey that's going to glorify him. It may not look like it right now. It may not feel like it right now. You may not even like where you are, but you got to look beyond the natural. You got to look beyond all the craziness that is happening for us. And say, Lord, you made me for such a time as this. Lord, position me. Lord, work with me. God, put in me. Lord, I believe that even though I may be down now, you're going to lift me up to the place where I need to be. Lord, you're an awesome God. Lord, you're a mighty God. So I trust you, Lord. Lord, people don't see it. I don't see it sometimes, but I know that God is up to something. Come on, choir, I'm wrapping up. You get ready to say, I'm, I'm wrapping up. Listen, God wants to get glory through you. God wants to get praise, not only from you, but through you, when people see you and see what he did in you, they're going to say, what an awesome God. Hallelujah. He's up to something in your life. There's a shifting. There's a moving. God is positioning people in place. I see ministries popping up. I see anointings being greater than ever. God is in this shift. He's working through the pandemic. He's working through the uproar. He's working through the injustice. He's working through the hurts. He, I, I agree with George Floyd's little daughter said, my dad done changed the world. Hallelujah. There's a change. There's a transformation. There's a calling. There's an uplift. Do you trust him? Are you holding on to him? He's up to something. He's working it out. Put your hands in Jesus' hand and let him take you where he wants you. There's a hope. There's an expectation. There's a purpose. There's a destiny with your name on it. Oh, yes, it is. Oh, yes, it is. Oh, yes, it is. Nobody else sees it. But down within you, you feel something. You know something. Keep on praying. Keep on reading. Keep on trusting. Keep on loving him. Keep on following him. I know there's more for me. I know the change is going to happen. I feel the metamorphosis. I feel it. I know it. Don't do it till I see it. I see it. I feel it in the spiritual realm. And he wants to do it in you. I'm asking you, will you let him take over? Will you let him hold you? 
Would you let him minister to you? He knows where you are. He knows what you've been through. But he also knows the future he has for you. God is now in my ministry. He uses everything I've been through. No matter how ugly. It allows me to minister to other people who've been hurt just as bad. I can touch where they are. I can minister where they are because I was there. But the Lord Jesus stooped down. He went down and he touched me where I was at. He didn't ask me to come up to him. He came down to where I was. And he began to pick me up. Oh, he's not finished yet. He's still picking. But he would do the same for you. It's saying, Lord Jesus, come into my life. I trust you with my life. I trust you with my heart. Today, come into my heart. Will you do that? Will you let him in? Will you let him take over? He got destiny. He got purpose. Put your name on it. Praise Jesus.